Hello, and welcome to the Elam Thriving Podcast. We're here to connect you with information and resources that promote thriving. Our goal is to see you and the individuals with disabilities that you support thriving together in community. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Elam Thriving Podcast. I'm Colleen Steele, and I am here today with Nick Bolato who is a learning coach here at Elam. And Nick is going to be hosting the majority of our um, episodes during the season. So I wanted to make sure that all of you and our listening audience get a chance to meet Nick and get to know a little bit about him since he's going to be uh, one of our hosts. So Nick, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me on, Colleen. I'm glad to be here. So, Nick, I was um, thinking you could we could start off by just having you share a little bit about your background in education, kind of, you know, what led you into the field, um, you know, what your journey has been like all the way up until um, coming to Elam. So whatever you're, you want to share with us would be great. Absolutely. It's been a really long journey and a very unconventional one. You know, when I was going to college for my undergrad, I didn't really know what to do. So I knew I wanted to work with people in some capacity. And it was either be a policeman or a social worker or a teacher. That kept coming up in my aptitude tests. And I decided, let's try teaching because I really enjoyed the subject of history. And I thought this would be something I can do. And it's giving back. And so I got a degree in history and I didn't really know what to do with it. And then from there, I decided to enroll at Trinity International University in a program to get my teaching certificate. So I did that, got my certificate as a secondary teacher, and I couldn't find a job. So I got a job as a teacher assistant in a behavioral self-contained school, an alternative school within a big high school district in the Chicago suburbs. And I worked as a teacher aide for two years and learned a lot. And that's where I really found my passion for special education. So from there, I decided I need to get my special education endorsement because my skills and my desire, they didn't match up with teaching general ed anymore. So I wanted to work with special ed. So I did that. I got my special ed certificate and I got a job at a different alternative school um, in a different suburb. And I was working in behavioral self-contained with high schoolers and I taught almost every subject. I remember I was teaching physical science and history. I was teaching PE at one point. I taught like just a mishmash of everything. So it was intense. It was a lot of work, but it was really rewarding because these are the kids that needed the most support. And they would a lot of times have the strongest relationships with their teacher because they were very much like the really high highs and really low lows, ups and downs and kids that had a really rough school experience. So it was really rewarding. And I saw such a massive need because I did have students with you know, criminal records and runs in with the laws and they were just in need of a lot of support, a lot of help. So I, it's something that really sparked my passion. So from there, I wanted to expand my reach and try to prevent kids from going to the school. So I got a job at Chicago Public Schools. I was working as a co-teacher there and I would teach, I was teaching a lot of different subjects in a lot of different age ranges. I taught freshman English. I taught juniors and seniors in African-American history. I taught uh, psychology at one point, you know, just everything, doing a lot of co-teaching. So just a varied experience. It was a interesting time. I learned a lot from being in CPS with a lot of intense 
teacher situations and political stuff. And, you know, you just learn a lot working in that type of environment. From there, I wanted to work in a, I started seeing that there was a need to do more interventions younger. So I got mm-hmm. a job in a middle school in Franklin Park where I was doing self-contain again. And I was also doing some um, collaborating, teaching, co-teaching. And, you know, that's when I started to really find my niche as a uh, teacher leader. So I enrolled at University of Illinois and I got my education policy organizational leadership degree, my type 75 after a couple of years. And from there I went to, I got a job as an assistant principal up in the North suburbs. So, you know, when I was working there, I was doing a lot of teacher growth and development. I was in charge of the special education department and I was in charge of working with uh, the after-school programs and a lot of intervention programs, a lot of behavioral things. So, you know, I just have worked with a lot of different kids in a lot of different situations. And I continue to see, like, the need for intervention is just so beyond what my scope was. So mm. from there, I was led to Elam through my wife, Cindy, who knew some of the staff here. And I was mm. referred to apply because the opportunity at Elam was exactly was in line with what I wanted to do, which was to work with schools, work with teachers outside of, you know, just one specific school. I wanted to really expand my reach so I could help and provide support to more teachers, more students. And, you know, I applied. And in June of last year, in the middle of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, I went through and (laughs) (laughs) went through a very unique uh, application experience and interview process. And I've been working at Elam since. Yeah. And we're so so blessed, Nick, to have you as part of our team. And yeah, it was definitely a, a whole new ballgame for all of us, that, that interview process and um, having you do the, you know, Nick, we made Nick jump through some hoops. He had to had to uh, create a presentation in front of a whole panel of people. And, um, you know, we did all of it virtually. So it was, it was new for all of us. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, so, so glad, Nick, that we have you as part of our team. So maybe you can share... Uh, with our audience, you know, what do you do as a learning coach at Elam? Absolutely. It's a lot of the favorite parts of all my different work experiences. So my primary thing that I do is I collaborate with different schools and different school leaders, and I discuss and I develop relationships with them and I help them identify a need. And then we work together to figure out how to address that need. So uh, I've done a lot with more equitable educational practices like universal design for learning and restorative practices. And I've worked with teachers and, you know, what really I have done a lot of lately is work with international organizations to do the same Mm -hmm. thing. So it's an opportunity to not just look locally, but also internationally. But then I also work with the uh, Elam teachers and the Elam staff Mm -hmm. to develop and grow their proficiencies and their capacities as teachers. And I do a lot with the paraprofessionals to, uh, you know, develop their skills and to help them progress in their careers. Because I've always seen, uh, you know, working as a paraprofessional myself, that it is a really stressful job and the pay is not always as great as you'd want it to. So it it is a job that needs lots of support and I'm happy to fill in and fill that need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, When you think about all the different hats that you wear, right, Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things that we do uh, within the learning program here at Elam, a lot we do internally and externally as well. Um, But it's a lot of fun. So yeah, um, I have no complaints compared to uh, some of the other things I've done. This is uh, my most enjoyable position yet. Well, that's good. We hope you don't Mm -hmm. leave us. (laughs) 
glad to hear, Nick, that you're enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, you know, the whole point of this conversation was just to kind of let our audience get to know a little bit about who you are um, mm-hmm. so that when they're listening to you hosting these podcasts, they have a little sort of peek into to you and your world. So we've talked, um, you know, professionally about your journey and then what you do at Elam, but would you be willing to share with our listeners a little bit about Nick the person? So maybe where you grew up, where you currently uh, live, and maybe just a little bit about your your family and some of your hobbies and interests. <laughs> sure. You know, it's just as varied and eclectic as my uh, professional <laughs> experience. I grew up in Arlington Heights. Uh, I've been there for, I well, I spent my first 20 five years there. So, you know, I went away for college to Purdue where I got my undergrad, but since then I moved back and, you know, I was working in the suburbs. In 2012, I moved to the city and I've been there since. So I live in the city of Chicago with uh, my wife. Uh, We didn't meet until, we met early in church. So Mm -hmm. I've been attending Harvest Bible Chapel and I met my wife there, but we didn't date for several years. It was just another one of those long journeys of getting to know and Kind of like my education career. I didn't get to get into teaching right away. I didn't get into a relationship <laughs> with Cindy right away. But, you know, we met. We knew each other as friends for two years before I even asked her out. And then we, we got married in 2017. So we've been married for just uh, almost four years now in July coming up. And we do a lot of different things. And, you know, my hobbies include learning new things. So I'm a big advocate of YouTube and learning skills off of YouTube. I've learned how to make different meals and different kombucha and jardinera. Oh, I learned, wow. I know I learned to ha- ice skate and play hockey through YouTube. So I just like to learn new skills wow. and mm-hmm, do different things. I like to keep active and play different sports, whatever, how weird it is. And I also have a big passion for travel. My, uh, I have family. My brother lives in Korea. So my wife and I got to go visit him and he works in mm-hmm. education as well. So I get to experience some of that as well. And, yeah, we just do a lot of different things. I, I wish I had like a single hobby I could share that I do, but it's just whatever <laughs> strikes my fancy at the moment is what we do. Um, but yeah, we are uh, something that we're passionate about as a couple is we are big into foster care and we work with a organization called Safe Families to do foster intervention. So we work mm-hmm. closely with um, young moms. It's typically young moms and providing them some help and some support, both by either giving them materials and supplies and education or by watching their kids while they might need a break or some stability while they figure some things out. So, you know, yeah. it's like, it matches a lot of my passion for students with disabilities. Cause as long as I've worked in a school, as I would always say, if only we could intervene sooner. Well, now we have the opportunity to do that because we're getting kids that are as young as, you know, a couple months old and the need wow. starts back then. So it's just been a really blessed, really blessed time for us. And that's kind of we're, we're kind of all over the place. We keep ourselves real busy, but it's it's a good experience for us. But yeah. Wow. Oh, that's great, Nick. Well, and I know you have a dog too, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about him. <laughs> oh, sure. We just adopted uh, a dog in and also June. It was a very busy month. Yeah, I started Elam. <laughs> we got a new dog. It's uh so yes. We have a dog. Her name is Poughkeepsie. She is an Australian cattle dog. And she, when we got her, she had heartworms. So Uh, she just got over her six week post second heartworm injection shot. And 
it's like uh, we just got a brand new dog where she's got a ton of energy now that she doesn't oh, have heartworms. <laughs> yeah, so she's kind of uh, going a little crazy at times, exploring the city and <laughs> wanting to go run and herd people and whatever else. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so that's been a really big adventure for us as well because I'm not a dog person, but, you know, it's been a, another learning adventure for me. But my wife yeah. is great with dogs, so it helps. Well, and I apologize for calling her a he, but... <laughs> ah. She won't mind. I guarantee it. <laughs> so, Nick, there is a question that we ask, as you know, since you've done some of these, um, the question we ask all of our guests at the end of the episode, which is, since this is the Elam Thriving podcast, what is it that helps you thrive in your role? I've always thrived off of my peers and colleagues. I am a big community person. I'm very extroverted and I love to be in a crowd. And something that always helped me thrive is just bouncing ideas off of my coworkers, going to the classroom next door after class and talking, or just going down the hallway and talking to other people. That's why it's been such a great experience at Elam because there's so many great knowledgeable people that I can bounce ideas off of. And it really spurs what I'm thinking forward and it just, is such a life-giving thing for me. So if I can be around people, then I'm happy. Yeah, that's great. And you know, Nick, I have appreciated having you as a thought partner so many times as we've, you know, worked through planning and different initiatives that we're launching. So um, yeah, that's great. That That's really awesome. Has it been challenging for you with the pandemic <laughs> since you kind of thrive around people? Um, how has that changed? This yeah, year? socially, it's been very challenging because I come from a huge family and there's normally like 30 of us when we get together on the holidays and you know being limited to less than 10 has been a challenge but it's only for a season so I keep that in perspective and you know hanging out I'm learning to appreciate one-on-one -on -one conversations more than I ever have before but yeah sure. it's something new and it's a new way to challenge myself and to grow in a new area aspect of uh, interpersonal relationships Wow. Yeah. That's, and thank goodness we have zoom, right? So we can yeah. all still, <laughs> we can all still see each other and stay connected. Very true. <laughs> all right, Nick. Well, thank you so much um, for taking the time to, to chat with me today and to, to do this uh, little mini episode so mm -hmm. that our listeners can get to know you. And um, I know that you're going to bring a ton of great episodes to the Elam Thriving Podcast. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Colleen. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elam Thriving Podcast. If you like what you heard, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to us if you left some feedback. You can learn more about us at our website, elamcs.org. Thanks again for listening.